A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. Mm -mm. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Ooh, and I've got a serum to share today here on this mini episode, which is where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we do answer your questions to the best of our ability. It's true. And please remember, we're not experts. We're podcast hosts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Mm. Indeed we do. If you would like to reach us, which we hope you do, you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text message at 781-591-0390. And you can email us. And also, you can send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Please do follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast. Join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. And just a reminder that you can sign up for our newsletter. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. 
so much yumminess in the newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. I'm going to be coughing through this episode, Dory. If I cough, if listeners, if I'm coughing through the episode, I apologize. (coughs) Excuse me. I've made an appointment to go get checked out for acid reflux. Because I cough after I eat. It's very it's weird. Interesting. It's and someone very told you that that is a possible symptom of acid reflux. Yes, a few people were. I I shared in a group, and I was like, "Do I have a food allergy? Like, I've been tested for allergies. Like, am I allergic to gluten somehow? And I don't know it because after I eat, I like cough and get very phlegmy. <clears throat> huh. And yeah, and then I and then a few friends were like, "Go see either a gastro doctor or an ENT because it might be." acid reflux now look so interesting i'll report back about what the doc says before i um you know crowdsource for advice here but just wanted to (laughs) let you know that if i am coughing that's what's going on all right well thank you for the heads up you are welcome um yes kate you you teased that you have a serum to discuss well it's an oil but i would say it's also probably maybe falls into the serum category. So a listener texted the pod and asked if I would try out Kin and Grail's new botanical oils facial serum. Now, if you've not heard of Kin and Grail, which is spelled K-H-Y-N, not which, but it's pronounced Kin, not Kine. <clears throat> They are the people behind the website Skin School, which tells you you can enter in a product and it will give you possible dupes for your product with percentages of similarities. So it's it's been a very useful website and they created their own oil. So I think, you know, they've seen people do it as dupe experts and seeing what the markup is. And so they wanted to make something. Apparently, again, this is not SponCon here. I, I paid for this product myself. Um, but they wanted to do something that was, I guess, good quality and affordable. So a listener was like, hey, try this out. It's apparently very comparable to Vintner's Daughter. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I love Vintner's Daughter and I love trying shit. So today was day one <laughs> of the Kin and Grail <clears throat> botanical oil facial serum testing. I am myself a laboratory. My body is my lab for better or for worse. Okay. When it comes to skincare, I don't, not with other things. Let's be clear. I'm not, you know, I'm not walking into restaurants without a mask. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I know what you're saying. Let's scratch all this. I don't even want to get into it. Anyway, I love, you know, I love testing out products and finding new products. And so far, I, I felt I, my skin feels good. I used, uh, I'm also trying out some skin wands for an upcoming story I'm working on. So I did some Shawnee Darden facial sculpting, and then I put on this oil. So that's where I'm at today with my skincare, Dory. That's so exciting. I'm not ready to recommend this botanical oil facial serum but I'm in the trying process and I'm excited to give you a report back. I'm excited to receive a report back. I mean, I know you're not an oil person, but um I like I like an oil. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Okay, okay. And I have a few oils that I really like. Um 
I just don't love vintners. I see. That doesn't mean that I don't like oils. Wow, you know what? I apologize. Learn something new about you every day. <sighs> I mean, look, it's fine. Just don't make that mistake again. <laughs> I won't. I will never mess up again. <laughs> anyway, Dory, that's where I'm at. I'm smooth. I'm silky. I'm coughing. You're glowing. I, I'm trying to glow. I mean, this product is interesting. And, and I do want to just say, <clears throat> the price point's $39 Ooh. for this facial oil serum. And they claim to be hacking luxury skincare. So, you know, that price point is pretty tasty. And this is packed with 23 quote, potent botanicals. That's what I'm working with here in the Kin and Grail serum. So again, report to come. Stand by. If you're already using it, hit me up in those texts. Let me know. I'm excited to hear about this. Meanwhile, on the gram, Dory has made a choice and is here to share it with us. I've made a choice. <laughs> You make that sound like you don't approve of my choice. I do approve. I just didn't know how to like phrase your because because you haven't been using this account and it's back and better yeah. than ever, dare I say. So a few years ago, I started and this predates Forever 35. Actually, wow. I started. Yeah, I started an account called Slow Clothes Movement where I was posting stuff about ethical and sustainable fashion um, kind of trying to spark conversation among my followers about ethical and sustainable fashion. I was posting a lot of outfits of my own where I was wearing stuff that was either ethically and sustainably made and or like bought secondhand. There's a lot of stuff about, you know, secondhand stuff. And I would occasionally sell um, clothes from my own closet on the account. And then the last thing I posted there was I think it was like October 2019, like a few months after Henry was born, I just kind of like lost the will to <laughs> maintain yet another Instagram account. And so it was just kind of dormant. And then I've been wanting to sell some clothes lately. And I do sell quite a bit in like some Facebook groups that I'm in. Um, but I was like, oh, I should sell on Instagram again. And I was like, wait a second. I have this account that has like, had like 2,600 followers. It's a lot of people. Yeah. I was like, I should just turn this into a resale account and just make it clear that like, that's what it is. So if you're coming here and you're following me, you know that it's just going to be stuff that I'm posting to sell. So I archived everything that had been on the account and started fresh. And I was like, and I renamed it Dory's Closet. And I'm just posting stuff for sale on that account. So if you want to follow the account and maybe buy some of my gently used items, please do. And <laughs> Here's something funny. My sister, so after I, I posted that I was doing this, my sister texted me and she was like, how do you still have clothes to sell? I'm so glad she asked this because I have also been wondering this question. Because I have sold a lot of my clothes. Yes. And then there there always is a bit more. 
There's always a bit more. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> so I think two things. One is that at one time in my life, I had a lot of clothes. Mm. Like a lot. Okay. And I've been sort of gradually whittling those clothes down over the years. Two is that I, I also have some clothes that now, you know, now I'm almost two and a half years postpartum. And there's some clothes that I had from before Henry was born that I just have to like face facts at this point that like, I'm not going to fit into them again. And so they need to go. Mm -hmm. So there's that category of clothes. Then there's also a category of clothes of like nice dresses that like I just was holding on to for some reason, even though like, I never wore them. And even if I was going to like a formal event, I don't think I would wear these particular dresses. So like there's kind of like that category of items. And then there's also like shoes, which <laughs> I just don't really wear heels or like pointy sho- shoes anymore. You're all about like anything, comfort. Yeah. Anything that is like remotely uncomfy i'm just like no so i still have a lot of those from are you my previous life are you open to selling other people's clothes on dory's closet or is this just for you like i'm just wondering is there space for other people to participate in the secondhand clothing movement that you are engaged in or would you direct them to somewhere else like noisaf bazaar or something like that well, the thing with Noisaf, and I love Noisaf and like am definitely inspired by Noisaf. Um, they, they are very curated. Mm-hmm. So like they only accept certain brands. So they're not really open to everyone. They don't, they don't, po- I don't think they ever post like any mass market or, or like fast fashion. Um, brands. So that's one thing. I mean, people can always sell on Poshmark. Anxiety Marketplace is an Instagram. An Anxiety Marketplace. That's a good yes. one. Does Found Caroline run that or? No, it's, um, Jolie who works with Caroline Moss oh, yes, yes, yes. on She Thinks Just Bought It is one of the people who runs that site. And that is a good, yes. that is a great place to find good things. I've seen some really, I haven't bit the bullet because. I'm trying not to acquire more things. Right, right. But there's they, a lot of cute stuff. I think stuff. they donate 20% of their proceeds. They do. They do. I think that's really so, cool. That is really cool. Um, yeah, for now, I am not going to sell other people's clothes, but you're not the first person to ask me that. So I don't know. Like maybe. I, I wasn't asking for you to sell my clothes. I was just curious. No, no, no I know. Saying. I know. I know. But you, you're, you're still not the first person okay. to ask. So, um, <laughs> so I don't know. I'll have to think about it. That's like another level of work that I don't know if I'm like up for. Yes, Kate. I have a question. Yes. Are you also curbing or working on curbing your desire to acquire more things so this cycle slows down? Or are you emptying things out so that you can, like, are you on the hunt for new stuff? Or are you like, yeah. I got to stop and just so, like reassess? A few months ago, I think I talked about this on the show. I had bought a few things. Um, and some of the stuff I'm getting rid of are some things that like I wore a few times and I'm like, actually this is like not for me. Um, 
but I'm pretty, I'm like pretty happy with what I have right now. I feel like there's like a couple holes of things that like I, I would like to get a, you know, maybe one or two more shirts, but like, I'm like, okay. I, I hardly ever, you know, I used to just like go onto like Madewell and just like browse as like an activity, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like any other site. And I just don't do that anymore. Um, so I've definitely cut back on a lot of the purchases. So theoretically I should get to a point where there's nothing left to sell. Ooh. Maybe that's when I will start selling other people's stuff. Nothing left to sell. You know, I think the I think the dream is to get to a point where I look in my closet and I look in my dresser and I think I would be happy wearing any of this. So close. I don't feel, I feel like, like I'm so close. You don't? I feel like you've just you're like on the precipice. Maybe, but I feel like there's still like there's still stuff that I just I like just don't wear. But you hold yet, on to. Isn't that I, such a strange? Yeah. What's the yeah, psychological like pull there, Dory? Like why do we do that? I do it too. I don't know. Like there's also things that when I look at kind of out of context, like if I just looked at it like in a drawer in the closet, I'd be like, oh, that's really cute. But then I put it on and I'm like, I don't feel cute in this. So then that's kind of deceiving because I'm like, why would I get rid of this like cute dress? But then I don't like it on me, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's tricky. It's tricky. And I'm also, you know, I think our, like our lives have changed. I don't like leave my house that much still. And I don't necessarily see that changing anytime soon. Like, I'm lucky that I can still work from home, but it's like, I think it's also depressing me, but like, it is what it is. But that kind of means that like my wardrobe does not have to be like office ready in the same way that it used to be. Right. You're not seeing people in a professional setting in person. It's mostly Zooms at this point if you're doing it. Until I start coming to your house. I mean, let's discuss that because that sounds great. Do you want to come to my house? Yes, I do. Yes. The second my kids are in school, get on over here. Can I? To just do podcast work or just to hang out and work? I mean, mean, both. Yes, totally. That would be so fun. No, I miss human contact. Okay. I would love to do that. I would sincerely love to do that. (sighs) Okay, great. Well, listeners, you heard it here first. Wow. I'm so glad we, 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 we got here. Yeah. I mean, let me just get my kids in school and aftercare and hope it all goes okay. And then you and I can reunite. I can't wait. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Okay, well, I'm glad we did this podcast so we could figure out. I am too. I'm glad we got here. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to take a break and then talk, um, hear from some a couple listeners about some climate change thoughts. So I feel like that's that's a nice segue after you working on your secondhand clothing. So let's let's do that. Let's pause it up. All right, let's do it. BRB. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, mm -hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like, truly, 
the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? (laughs) No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. All right. We are back. We are. And you know, what a timely, what a timely time for this conversation because the UN just put out a report that says climate change is a red, a code red for humanity. We are, we are really heading down the wrong path. So, you know, this came up, I think, in a discussion about baths and mm-hmm. how, how can we in good faith take a bath when we know that it's a waste of water. Um, but we heard from an actual climate change scientist about this. We sure did. And we should note that we are working on, um, discussing this in a larger, broader context down the road, but um, that's a TBD episode. 
All right. So this listener wrote to us. They said, I'm a climate change scientist with the University of California, and I wanted to share some thoughts regarding the climate change bath debacle on the July 23rd episode. Urban water is about 10% of total water usage in California, though this varies between 6 to 11% if it is a wet versus dry year. About 15% of this is from bathing. So 1.5% of total water use in California. A 12-minute shower uses 30 gallons of water, and the average bath uses about 30 gallons of water. So you could replace one 12-minute shower or two 6-minute showers with one bath and use the same amount of water. A much more significant use of water by individuals is for lawns, which is about 50% of urban water use in the state. Switching to native or drought-tolerant vegetation is an effective way to save water in this way. Even more water is used for agriculture, 40% of total water usage in the state, which is important for food security, but is unregulated and not managed as efficiently as possible. The remaining 50% of the state's water budget is for natural and environmental uses such as river flows and managed wetlands. As a climate change scientist, I really appreciate that listeners care so much for the environment and want to reduce their impact. However, it's really not fair for the burden to be placed on citizens. Just 100 corporations are responsible for 71% of climate change. They profit from climate change and related environmental destruction while we are all experiencing the detrimental effects of their activities. Even more than individual actions, I support talking about climate change and organizing in groups to hold these corporations accountable fight the policies that enable the corporations to pollute and support efforts for environmental and climate justice. Amen. Baby. So what I hear you saying is that we can take baths and that we also got to light some fires underneath some corporations butts. Yes. Yes. I think, I think I've been seeing like a lot of stuff, I think because of this, of this UN report. Um, but I feel like I've been seeing a lot of stuff on social media that has been like individual humans are not creating climate change. Like these capitalistic corporations are responsible for climate change. So, which is not to like absolve humans of individual Mm. behavior, but just to say that, you know, I think the real the real culprits here are not baths. Right. So, so. we could take the energy that we have worrying about our yes. baths and spend it on calling our representatives yes. and learning a bit more so that we can speak to this larger problem. Exactly. I know I have a lot of learning to do in this area, Dory. Yes, for sure. Me too. Well, adorably, another listener wrote in, or excuse me, another listener called in with a bath alternative and it was very sweet. Hey, Team Forever 35. Um, I'm just calling in response to the person writing in asking about, um, like, water, using less water and wanting to take baths. And my amazing solution that I've been taking advantage of um, this summer um, is I got a hammock. And it's amazing. And, I, you know, if you have access to somewhere where you can hang a hammock, I recently moved. I no longer fit in my bathtub, but I do have a yard. Um, so it's 
you can, uh, the essential oil thing, I now use peppermint spray when I'm on it, um, or lavender because it keeps bugs away. Um, which there aren't that many bugs. I'm up in Seattle, but it's still, it's so relaxing. It is the same. It's like being in the biggest bathtub. And I'm a big, big water person and like the big, I love the healing of water and all of that. And I still get that from swimming. But in terms of my relaxing, my Kindle time, my books, my, you know, just my chill, the hammock is where it's at. So, uh, good luck and, uh, thank you. Bye. I love a hammock. You inspired me to get a hammock. Oh, I did? Yeah. Why? Like last, when you moved and one of like the first things you did, I think when you moved into your new place was you got a hammock. Mm -hmm. Do you still have it out? I don't. We put it away for the winter because of the rain and I haven't set it back up, but I should do that. I have a hammock and I don't use it nearly enough as I should. So I got to get in that. I keep looking at it with the intention of like grabbing my book and then I just Mm. get swept up in other things. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, All right. Should we listen to another great voicemail? Yes, please. Dory. Hi, Kate and Dory. I just had to call because I'm making my way through some old magazines um, and I'm behind, that I'm behind on. And in um, the Wall Street Journal magazine for June and July, they have uh, the My Monday Morning piece is with Dolly Parton. And she reveals that she uses Pond's cold cream every morning to clean her face. And so I just thought that y'all should know um, with all of the recent discussion about ponds that it is Dolly approved. And I think that says all that we need to know about it. Thanks. And hope y'all have a great week. Bye. I mean, listen, this is the kind of skincare endorsement I am here for is a Dolly Parton usage. Uh, talk about dream pod guests. Oh, Dory, she's up there. That would be nuts. Can you imagine? Can we try to put that into the universe and see if it could happen? Yeah, let's manifest that. Okay, I'm just going to sit with that for a minute. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know what? I've actually been using my ponds even when I don't have makeup on just because my skin's dry. Interesting. Well, another listener emailed us and said, Ponds, used it 30 years ago as a teenager when my entire skincare routine was taking my makeup off the next morning. Use it now, followed by a long regimen of exfoliators and actives and retinoids and creams. For the life of me, do not understand why anyone uses anything else. What could do the job better? This is now a Pond's fan podcast. <laughs> We're just talking about Pond's cold cream. <laughs> oh my god! Which, as you mentioned previously, not cruelty-free, Dory. Not cruelty-free. So, you know, everyone everyone has to make their their choices. Yep. Noted. Noted on that. But. All right. Well, it's time for another break. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because, look, as I'm learning... 
in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back with a really important text. Kate, how's the fountain pen? Thank you so much for asking. I appreciate that you have remembered that I was trying out fountain pens because I thought I was going to be a person who got into fountain pens. You thought you were going to be a penhead. I, I really did. I had a moment where I was like, this is my new hobby. I am going to collect pens. I'm going to learn about the nibs and the tips and the the different kinds and the ink, and I'm going to get ink bottles. And it turns out I am a pen head, Dory, but I'm not a fountain pen head. I'm, okay. a, ball, I'm a ballpoint pen head. I love a ballpoint pen. I hated the fountain pen. I hated it. Go on. It was not comfortable, especially as a left-handed person. And I kind of write, let me just mimic, like I write around, over, you know, kind of down 
the way left-handed people hold writing utensils is often um, a little strange and it just wasn't comfortable. And like, I couldn't get the ink mm-hmm. out the right way. Not, not to mention the fact that yes, it did smudge um, because I'm also left-handed and it just didn't feel good in my hands. Honestly, I was disappointed about the experience and I don't want to invest more money and more pens to try to find one that works. I'm just going to say, they're not for me, and I'm going to move on from that journey. But I will say what I what has happened over the past year or two is that I have discovered two pens that I love, and it, all these discoveries came from this podcast. So the first line is a line that you recommended, Dory. It is the Le Pen. I love writing with them. It's a super fine tip. It doesn't smudge, comes in a bunch of colors. It's a great pen. And then the second is the Bic Crystal Ballpoint Pen, which Jen Hatmaker recommended when they were a guest on the show. And I have a million of those at my desk too, and I love them. They're a smooth, silky ballpoint. Yeah, I just I, I want to point out that the Le Pen is not a ballpoint pen. No, it's um what would we call that? An ink? I think felt, it's a tip? felt tip pen. Yeah. I have them right here. Quick drying, smear resistant, vivid colors. I believe this is a yeah, a felt tip. So I like a felt tip, I like a ballpoint, I don't like a fountain. No disrespect to the pen heads who weighed in. So many people gave me amazing fountain head advice. Fountain head, fountain pen. <laughs> Do not give me fountainhead advice. I will not no, read that book again. Don't. Once was enough. But uh, yes, so many people, so many listeners gave me such thoughtful advice, but I'm sorry to disappoint. Although I believe we heard from very few, if any, left-handed penheads. I don't think ballpoints are for left. I mean, I don't think. Which like, confirmed pens. my hypothesis as a fellow lefty. And this just comes back to what I like to say about you, which is that you're always right from the beginning and I have to go on a long journey to come back to discover that you were right. That's not... Okay, so (laughs) I don't think that's true. And I also sometimes feel bad because I don't want you to feel like I'm like trying to crush your dreams by being like, well, actually... But like sometimes I am kind of like, well, yeah, but like I get it. You have to experience it for yourself. Like you don't want to listen to me. I'm like a Debbie Downer. You are not a Debbie Downer. You're a pragmatic realist. And I really like that. Listen, I just, and you get it because you're a lefty. I just, as a lefty, I've just had to come to terms with the fact that some things are not for us. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, and, and fountain pens are one of those things. Not, it's not going to happen. A career for us. as a calligrapher, <laughs> not going to happen. They're left handed calligraphers. I got to hear how they do their job. I mean, I can't imagine there are that many of them. Oh, I'm My mom dying. got really into calligraphy as a hobby. Wow. She's pretty good at it. about calligraphy. That's but so cool. But she's a righty. Okay. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Any way. All right. Um, and look, also, to be clear, I I derive no joy from the fact that you did not become a penhead. Like I don't do I'm I. not like not like glad that I was right about this. You know of what I mean? Course. You're not gloating. Like I was hoping that you would prove me wrong. I was hoping I was hoping you were gonna find some fountain pen that had been like made for lefties. 
But, I was convinced I was going to do okay. I, you know what the other thing I found is they're, the ones I tried, I tried two different ones. They're kind of scratchy. Like the ink didn't flow. I don't know if that's me and the way I write or what, but it was like, it just wasn't like a pleasurable handwriting experience. And you want handwriting to kind of, you want it to like, you want there to be a feeling of flow and like, and rhythm if you're journaling or hand, handwriting. Um, May I make a suggestion? Have okay. you considered a quill and ink? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know, I took, I really went into that thinking it was going to be a real suggestion. <laughs> I mean, it's not not a real suggestion. <laughs> you know, I'm reading some historical romance right now, and the they're always taking out their quills at their writing desks, and it just seems like a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, maybe that's why, like, left-handed people were, you know, considered evil back in the day, because, like, you literally couldn't write. <laughs> couldn't use a quill. You couldn't use a quill? <sighs> anyway. Boy, I, you got me there. I got you. I leaned in for some real <laughs> suggestions here. All right. Well, we have one Sorry. final text. No, Dory, it made me chuckle so hard. I also, I rarely tell you to fuck to say fuck you to you, but it just came I out love of my mouth. that visceral reaction. <laughs> just came right out. That was exciting. We got a text, and it's kind of directed at me, but I actually would really love for you to weigh in. A listener wrote to us and said, Katendor, question, more directed to a Kate because of her kids' ages. What do your daughters use to wash their face? My nine-year-old got a pimple, and he has finally invested in washing his face in the shower. Up until now, he has not wanted to, and I certainly can't force him to wash his face. He has off and on used my gentle SkinCeuticals cleanser, but he probably doesn't need anything that nice. Curious to hear... Thanks. P.S. Shout out to my friend Anne, who introduced me to the pod a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, my suggestion, I think, is probably a pretty standard one, which is CeraVe. Yeah. So uh, I can tell. Isn't that what all the teens and tweens are using these days? I Wasn't there like a big CeraVe viral moment on, on the TikTok? Yes. Yes. All the TikTok skinfluencers use CeraVe. The teen TikTokers, mm -hmm. teen talks. I love, I, my kids have like a CeraVe cleanser, a Vanna cream, and there might be some Cetaphil in their bathroom. And I will say, I try to get them to watch. My kids don't shower every night. So you said your son is invested in, or your nine year old. Uh, okay. Your nine year old is invested in washing his face in the shower. I would say make it like a, nighttime practice regardless of it like outside of the shower the other thing i would say is and is to encourage him to wash his hands because i feel like so much of stuff mm. like that when we're kids especially i mean even me like my hands are dirty and then i'm always picking at my face and then i'm like touching my pimples and stuff like that and so i would just make sure like make sure they're washing their hands i mean and obviously that's important as we you know are in a pandemic and heading into flu and cold season and all those things. Um, and then the last thing I would say is like a light, very light moisturizer, I think is great. I think CeraVe would also be great for this. That's what we have floating around. And then I did give my daughter my elf acne fighting spot gel, which I believe they sent us when they were advertising on our podcast. 
you know, it's like a little salicylic acid thing that you roll on the zit to dry it out. Kind of reminiscent of like what we might have grabbed in the 90s. And I really like it. So I was letting her roll that on her. She, she, my daughter's had some like kind of good, my, my 10 year old, some like good zits, you know, you get those like one offs. Yes, I get it. Yeah. So that's, those are, those are my thoughts. I definitely don't think your nine year old needs to be using your SkinCeuticals cleanser unless you live that life and you live a life where you can just buy a bunch of SkinCeuticals cleanser. So case, that okay. just reminded me of something really cute that's been happening, which is oftentimes in the morning when I'm like putting on my morning prods, Henry will trot into my little bathroom area with me and he started asking for me to put cream on his face so i put the cream that i use in the morning on his face which is tatcha water cream (laughs) oh wait hold on wait a second (laughs) henry is using tatcha water cream right now henry is using tatcha water cream Is using a cream. Listen, this is what happens when you're the scun, the scun, the son of a skinfluencer. It's true. All right, Dory. Time to hit the road. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk Thanks, to you everyone. later. Bye.